7 o'clock here on 88.7 FM. You're listening to 88.7 FM WLUW, Chicago Sound Alliance, broadcasting from the campus of Leo. Yeah, university. I'm going to toss it over to the green room. What are you on uh, for? I'm going to toss it over to I'm Alex. How, yeah. how was that? That's good. Good. I know. I'm excited. I could tell. That was a long-winded radio. I yeah. guess my World Cup uh, announcer voice is a little bit late. Just a little bit. I think you could try out for next, or when is it? Four, four years. Four years. Four yeah. years from now? I think it's, you could try it, it out. Is it, is it in America? I think it's in America in four years. It's eight years. Oh, eight years. It's uh, in Qatar next next time. Well, it's like in like a bunch of different cities when it comes to America. It's yeah. like it's like across the North America North Americas. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna throw it back, throw it over to you at seven oh one. You're listening to Radio One Chicago. Alex, take over. Uh yes. Well, welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh with me in studio are publishing and creative minds behind Sketch House Press, uh, Ricardo and Enrique. Welcome guys. Hi. Hi Alex, thanks. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Um so I know I kinda introduced yourself like you introduced you, um, but Say who you are and uh, yeah, what you what you guys do. Uh, all right, I guess I'll start off. Uh, so uh, I'm Enrique Reyes, um, co-publisher and creator of uh, Sketch House Press, um, artist designer. Not sure what else. Pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Ricardo Gonzalez, and uh, also artist, and uh, you know, basically. Uh, Enrique's wingman on Sketch House Press. So, oh. what up, Chicago land? <laughs> and I also want to mention Enrique has been really one of the, the workers that really gets behind all of our projects with marketing it and talking to people about it. So, he's really vital to our label. Mm-hmm. So, it's a fairly new label, then, right? It's yeah. How? Um, when did it kind of uh, come to fruition? Uh, well, I think people we we set it out in the world <laughs> around late March. But it's something that Enrique and I had been working on with other artists as well. But Enrique and I were the, were the people who kind of came together over many discussions at a coffee shop <laughs> mm-hmm. to put yeah. together an idea to do a comic book together. Yeah, I mean, pretty much we can say um, like even mid last year or even possibly even March of last year at some point or another where we just kind of uh, were like, oh, yeah, maybe we should uh, just try something. And, you know, little by little, coffee shops, late night you know, snacks or whatever, and just kind of like, oh, man, we should probably do something like, um, yeah, it snowballed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, too, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm not a big drinker. Like, I don't drink. Uh, so our meetings were extremely nerdy, and they were always at a coffee shop or a yeah. sandwich shop. And that's where we would talk about our ideas to to work on a comic book label. Oh, yeah, it was never <laughs> never glamorous or anything like that. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. What were some of your favorite coffee shops to go to in the city? Um, well, <laughs> for my personal favorite is Jumping Bean. Jumping uh, Bean yeah. Cafe. Yeah, I'll second that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The second location is pretty cool, too. Catrina uh, Cafe, really nice. Uh, we just had our last radio meeting there. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it's a, it's, a, it's a place to, you know, grow ideas, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but we also we go to the franchises. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. since we live further out to the closer to the burbs, those become our more commonplace ones. Yeah. Like if we're like, oh, it's nine o'clock at night, let's meet up and talk comics. Yeah, uh, or whatever. <laughs> or like, hey, who has reliable Wi-Fi? Yeah. <laughs> let's go there. <laughs> at that point, at a certain point, I'm sure it just gets the, like, I just need Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we might not even use anything with sketchbooks or whatever. Just you know, just uh, putzing around. But yeah, I mean. 
it's helpful. Yeah, and a lot of the comics, uh, both of them, a lot of them from from our end, uh, a lot of our sketches originally start off on you know a, a coffee shop <laughs> napkins, napkins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> coffee really? shop napkins, and that's where we kind of hammer out some some thumbnail sketches. You know, kind of what becomes the blueprint for how the book will look. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so you guys say that um, you're kind of closer to the birds. Where did you guys grow up? Uh, well, uh, I originally uh, was born in Little Village. Um, so I think I went on maybe until I was like 10 years old, give or take. Um, and then, uh, December of 92, we moved out to, to Burbank, um, over by mid, like, probably like 10, 15 minutes south of, uh, mm-hmm. of Midway Airport. Um, and have been there ever since for myself. So yeah, both, both places. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I grew up more in the South suburbs, so I originally, you know, grew up in Calumet Park, then moved out to Blue Island, uh, spent some time in Grand Rapids, Michigan when I went back to school. So I'm more further south. Mm-hmm. And then how did you guys meet then? Oh, uh, well, yeah, it's, um, well, we both went to the same art school uh, for college. We went to the American Academy of Art. Uh, it's over in downtown um, mm-hmm. Chicago. And yeah, we, we both uh, were there for four years and, you know, we hung out here and there during that time. Um, we knew of each other. We were, I wouldn't say we were like, oh, best friends. But, like, you know, we, mm-hmm. we ran in the same crowd. And then the funny thing is that we became better friends after we, uh, we graduated. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah we, we both went to art school. We would know of each other because, you know, I remember talking to Enrique about comics. He's one of those people that just was, you know, pretty open about talking about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I had like a Batman shirt every other day. <laughs> so it's pr- pretty You're obvious. Like, I can't. Yeah. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> like, oh, I sense, yeah. I sense yeah. nerd over here. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, after uh, college finished, like, we would go to things together. You know, we've gone to several uh, common conventions through the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past year was our first time uh, going together uh, to C2E2, mm-hmm. uh, which was really awesome just no. as fans to, to get oh, to go cool. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and research as well, too. I mean, we've gone to other ones before where it's just, uh, uh, for the most part, you would always go with my cousin and, and some friends, and then, you know, um, you know, Rick would come along, too, and we would go, and then, um, you know, just just flat out just let's go nerd out and then i think this past year is when we were like all right let's actually let's balance that out a little bit with like let's try to talk to some people see what information we can get and mm-hmm. you know just mingle and just see what, as much as learn as much as we can yeah That's pretty so much what it we, was. we considered the a lot of the conventions almost like professional development for our comic mm-hmm. uh so we would go talk to other industry professionals other artists or other people like that you know do things very independently uh, and we got to meet some awesome folks. Uh, we went mm-hmm. to a few. Anytime we would see that there was anything comic book related happening throughout Chicagoland, we would go visit so that we could learn from people. So we got we got one of the first people we got to meet was this awesome artist, Ashley Wood. Uh, we got to meet her uh, not super far from here. There was uh, an event at Chicago Literacy Center. Uh, and you know, it was very intimate. There weren't that many attendants. Mm-hmm. So we got to really talk, you know, and from there, you know, that led to another thing. We mm-hmm. went to go visit over at, uh, was it uh, Chicago Chicago State University? Yeah, Chicago State University. Yeah. And uh, further south, and there was an awesome comic book panel that we got to go see and listen to about uh, Afrofuturism, which is really mind-blowing and awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about like the like the different kind of genres like that um, yeah. mm-hmm. of like uh, like comic book series. Because what would you say like yours would kind of fall under? Would you say like any one specific genre? Or kind uh, of just, like, I mean, it, you know, the, yeah, there's a there's a there's a ton of different genres for for comic books. I mean, you have your classic uh, superhero books. You have your horror related ones. You have a lot of you know crime drama, all that stuff. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, if you look at like like the big publishers like DC and Marvel and Image and all of them, I mean, it, it runs the gamut of different genres. Um, so for this one, I would say um, it's kind of family friendly. Like Chamba, the first one from from Sketch House Press. Um, yeah, family friendly. But um, I, well, what do you think, Rick? That was your yeah. That was your yours. Uh, I didn't have a specific genre uh, for La Chamba necessarily in mind. Uh, I just thought of like trying to to make something that uh, plays tribute to to you know uh, Mexican neighborhoods throughout the United States throughout the U.S. It's very Midwestern. A lot of people will easily say it's very Chicago, but at the same time, you know, I've spent some time out in you know in in West Michigan, so I felt like there's just a lot of overlap in like a lot of the Midwest and like you know the different barrios. Um, so for me, this one, I, I, I don't have a specific genre. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, people compared the, the, the characters to be somewhat heroic, which I'm, I'm happy to hear. Uh, but I would always tell people they don't wear like capes. They don't wear spandex. They don't, you know, they don't have this alter ego. Uh, I just want, thought it'd be cool to highlight people as being heroic for doing, you know, more everyday common things. Now, our other book, Freestyle Comic Anthology, that's a complete opposite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like a kaleidoscope yeah. of uh, different artists throughout Chicagoland. Yeah. Uh, it is for mature readers. So, you know, it's, it's not necessarily aimed for children. It's aimed for anyone that wants to check out cool stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we made that book, too, in mind because we, we knew a lot of different artists that are really cool, have really unique and uh, really impressive art styles, very diverse styles, and all coming from different neighborhoods. So... That was kind of something that we we thought as fanatics, as fanboys, that like, hey, you know, it'd be really cool to see some of these folks collected in one comic book. Yeah, and a lot of them too, um, you know, they're fans of of you know comic book fans and also of uh, of manga, uh, Japanese comics and such. So I mean, it was you know when we approached uh, them, you know, they were we weren't sure what they're going to say, but mm-hmm. uh, we were pleasantly surprised at, at how excited they were. We're like they were like almost immediately like, yeah, we're down. Let's do this. Uh, and like Rick was saying, with the diverse styles, um, you know, it's, it, again, it runs the gamut of street artists, muralists, teaching artists, and all that stuff. So, but the one thing we thought that might be a cool little uh, hook was that uh, a lot of them, while being comic fans, the majority haven't exactly done an actual comic, like put their style to the comic format. So we thought, okay, that might be a unique hook for it to show people, like, hey, you like these people who do these awesome murals? Um, Check them out doing a comic book and see how see how that looks. And yeah, I mean, we're happy with it, and they were happy with it too. The final result. Yeah, we were also really excited because you know it, it's it's some people are I feel are very well known in our book, and other some other other folks not everyone knows you know all of their work. Yeah. But it was really cool to get that collected in one book and really give them the spotlights because uh, that's something that. Uh, as fanatics, we always wanted to be involved in comics and never knew how to get there. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> there doesn't yeah. seem to be a clear path mm-hmm. or uh, not many people talking about how you get a comic made. So a lot of our projects were like, all right, let's pull up our sleeves and figure this out. Yeah, like, all right, pull in the, the, the chalkboard and like, let's figure this out. Um, I think <laughs> it got to the point where it's like, I mean, I mean, obviously an exaggeration, but it's like if you type in how to get into comics to Google, it just gives you like the emoji to shrug your shoulders. Like, we don't know. <laughs> Not even Google. No. It's just like, no. <laughs> it's like whimsy, whimsical stories and <laughs> luck. Yeah. Was there a lot of like a direction that you gave the artist then when creating this? Or was it more of like, you know, come with us with what you want to put out there and then we'll put it together. Yeah, I mean, kind of like curating. Yeah, uh, well, essentially we kind of, a little bit, it was a bit of a balance there because we were giving them like, um, 
you know, was suggested to like, all right, well, you know, let's try to work in the traditional medium of the actual comic book paper with the blue line, uh, you know, and the dimensions of 11 by 17 and so forth and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately it was just like, you know, we weren't about censorship and we didn't also didn't want to, we didn't want to kind of stifle their creativity. So we're like, look, if, if you prefer not to go this route, that's fine. Um, But just, you know, the guideline was basically like the theme for the whole thing was going to be nostalgia. So, like, let's see what your take on nostalgia is. And then, I mean, really the only parameters that we were kind of, like, set on was that was the page count. That it had to be a minimum of at least three pages, Mm -hmm. uh, no less than that. And then... um, yeah, and and while we were doing that, you know, some people were like, you know, hey, I want to do five pages. And and then we're like, all right, let's give five pages a shot. Mm -hmm. But really what determined everything was the cost. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We had to put in a specific page count per person because, uh, you know, some things are less feasible with the more pages you put into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was just the page count, uh, the way that it was going to get printed in traditional comic book size. um, And uh, those were really the only limitations Mm -hmm. and that it had to be nostalgia related. Yeah, essentially. I mean, other than like I said before, uh, other than that, it was just like, all right, have at it and just show us, you know, show us your take on what this is and what this means to you. And and yeah, like I said, you know, not disappointed with uh, with the final result. Was there a a reason why nostalgia was kind of like the center theme? That's what one out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We did have we did have a bit of a poll of kind of like because we we weren't sure and and. Again, of not trying to like stifle certain people or just in general just stifle them. Um, we just said, all right, look, let's everybody throw in at least two suggestions into the pot and then we'll just figure it out from there uh, in this little tournament, <laughs> so to speak. And uh, yeah, so majority rules and nostalgia ended up uh, ended up winning. So yeah, so winning. while we were working with ten artists, uh, we, you know, we tried to keep that communication with them, mm-hmm. and then yeah, everyone put their vote. You know, the ten artists decided the majority vote was nostalgia, uh, and then from there on out, it was just like, all right, everyone go back to their you know the drawing board and get started. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Very cool. All right. Well, let's take a quick music break before we come back and talk more about uh, these comics uh, and then to, to see what they what they look like. Uh, Ricardo and Numerica have been nice enough to, to bring a, a couple copies for me. I'm calling these Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking them home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, check us out on Instagram at Radio One Chicago. We'll be uh, snapshotting a couple of these uh, shots just so our you know listeners can also see what it looks like. Uh, but yeah, we'll take a quick music break and then we'll be right back with Enrique and Ricardo. Cool. Seven nineteen here on Radio One Chicago. I'm Alex talking with Enrique and Ricardo mm-hmm. of Sketch House Press. Um, so yeah, so how has uh, kind of being in Chicago kind of influenced your style? I mean, I feel like looking, you know, flipping through the few pages of La Chamba, it's it looks like home to me. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, I grew up in Little Village and Pilsen, and mm-hmm. it just looks very familiar. And I like how you said earlier how, you know, these people aren't wearing capes, but yet, like, when I look at them, I'm like, these are my heroes. You know, these are the people I, you know, see all the time. And work the hardest, in my opinion, and just you know, it's it's good to see kind of like that representation of them, mm-hmm. um, that they are kind of like those unsung heroes, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh, when I was working at La Chamba, I was like literally working inside uh, uh, the Little Village Library on Twenty Fourth and Kedzie, so I was teaching a free uh, comic book class, an art class in Little Village Library to youth ages four through twelve. So throughout that 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 uh that span of a school year, I was also working on my own comic book, uh, which is La Chamba. So there was always like a lot of uh, inspiration, just you know, 
being in the neighborhood and seeing different things. Uh, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of overlap with other barrios and neighborhoods. Uh, you know, but yeah, I, I wanted to focus on the street vendors because, well, one, they're they're extremely hardworking people, but two, I I kind of feel like they're uh they're almost like sanctuary folks. You know, it doesn't matter what your background is, but you it always seems that they're that they people respect them very much, and people smile when they're around them because you're literally getting a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think like for, you know, especially for the people who kind of like moved out of those mm -hmm. neighborhoods, like mm -hmm. whenever I hear those little, you know, bells ring, I'm like, yeah. oh, the paleta man is yeah. here. Like, mm -hmm. get them now, mm -hmm. you know? Or, you know, like, you know, like I would be, you know, out of work with my cousin and be like, man, you know what I could really go for is an elote right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, where am I going to find that in the loop? You know? Like, yeah. You know, which is, or, you know, at, get a very expensive one yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like it's just not the same and so. somewhat by coincidence it's also nostalgia you know, it's yeah. nostalgic too you know because a lot of people have like specific memories from being young children you know getting food and treats and things from the from the neighborhood mm -hmm. and how has the the response mm -hmm. been then of like the people who you know come and look at la chamba or you know come and like, yeah. come to the comic book store and like check it out people are ha we've, we've been super grateful and uh you know very very happy and very proud because uh people have really told us that they like the book a lot and i think are just like, really excited to see something that looks like them you know that looks like them in the comic book form so it's the representation you know being being able to see something that looks latino you know in this case it looks probably very mexican mexican-american uh so people are just excited to see that in, in a comic book in a comic book store uh and it, it's you know it, it has so much connection to so many people that uh you know we're just we're just really happy uh and grateful that so many people have uh you know told us how much they dig the book or you know take pictures with the book or support us at events yeah and i think too uh you know i think i've joked around a couple of times on on the sketch house account on instagram where you know, if it's a reoccurring theme of what we're saying, you know, oh, hey, we're, we're really grateful. We're, we're, you know, very thankful, grateful, incredibly appreciative. And it's, um, you know, I, I've joked about that because, uh, yeah, it is a re it's a reoccurring and repeating theme because we, we honestly, it's not trying to be cheesy or, you know, uh, anything like that. It's just, it's like we genuinely do feel that and, you know, yeah, we just want to express how grateful we are because we weren't sure exactly. Um, we both knew there was something good here, that we got something here. We just weren't expecting necessarily how big it got and, and how incredibly well-received it, it, it's been. So, I mean, yeah, we're, we're extremely grateful. So when, we, when I put that on the account, it's like, yes, folks, we, we, we really do mean this. <laughs> And then just kind of, again, like flipping through the pages, was there a, kind of a, a reason why it was in English as opposed to Spanish? Or, I mean, you have like some like agua de leche, you know, like yeah. things like that. But um, yeah, was there a reason? Yeah, because uh, I, I speak mostly English. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's mostly why it's English. Yeah. I, I do speak Spanish, um, but, but it's, uh, English is just something that I can... Uh, write and speak uh, more fluidly, yeah. but also there's a little bit of Spanglish tossed in there, like mm -hmm. you said, agua de, you know, when when the little girl's ordering a paleta, mm -hmm. it's like the agua de, o de leche. Um, but you know, for me, it's just uh, I, I've I've also been teaching art for many years, um, so I work with a lot of young brown brown folks um, that some of them speak Spanish, some of them do not, um, 
And I know what it feels like to maybe be judged about not having, you know, perfect Spanish. Or in some cases, some people don't speak any Spanish Mm -hmm. and they look super Latino. (laughs) But that's not something to be ashamed of, you know. And that's, you know, something that I kind of wanted to promote with the book, too, is just like, you know, diversity. You know, the language is mostly in English, but there's some Spanish in there. And, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully, maybe one day there'll be a Spanish issue. Oh, cool. Um, so then what do you guys have, um, kind of upcoming then? Like where can people kind of find your comics, uh, if they want to check them out or, you know, like even, you know, just like browse and read them? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, right now, uh, as we've posted on, on our social media right now, the, the current place where we have the books at is like Graham Crackers Comics and in the downtown Chicago loop area. Uh, the address is escaping me right now. 77 the, East Madison Street, Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. Also, you can look them up if you're not, you know, close by or you live far out or if you don't live in Illinois, you can go to www.grandcrackerscomics.com and look up the books. Yep. Both are there. And um, yeah, so for right now, that's what that's the place where we have the books. And yeah. And uh, as far as upcoming things, we're also going to be having uh, in the next month where we're going to be working with uh, Five Rabbit Brewery uh, over in Bedford Park. Um, they're going to have an event for September 15th, uh, which is a Saturday for Mexican Independence Day. So we're going to be having uh, a couple of things there. We're going to be uh, a book signing, uh, selling the books there too. Um, Rick's going to be doing a little bit of uh, mural work for them. And uh, we're both going to be hosting and uh, teaching a little bit of a, of a comic workshop for uh, whoever's interested there, <laughs> some of the kids that, that go there. <laughs> <laughs> You to hang out, such, not to drink. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> to hang so out. the cool thing about this brewery is uh, it's very spacious and a lot of people go to it. And often we notice a lot of families go there and yep. they bring their children while maybe, you know, parent or guardians having a sip. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> responsibly, responsibly, yeah. <laughs> responsibly. Someone's, you know, someone's chilling out and being responsible. Mm-hmm. Someone's having a party. All right. You know, it's like <laughs> tag you're in. All right. You go chill out. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like uh, looking at the back of um, Freestyle, there is a comic book crash course. Is this kind of like directed more towards kids, or I mean, just I mean, I'm assuming anyone who's yeah. just like reading the comic. Yeah, to really, be. anybody, yeah. anybody, and I think it's kind of just part of our humor, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we we like to <laughs> laugh and kind of you know wink and and say, hey, we're fans too, you know. And we always you know got super excited when we look at a comic books or magazines that would show a little bit behind the scenes stuff, or you know, just kind of like a you know fundamentals type thing. Mm-hmm. Was it hard kind of to, like, to learn all of it? Like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Doing <laughs> comics is hard. Uh, yeah. it, it requires discipline. Uh, anyone can do it, but uh, to get a certain level of finesse, uh, you know, requires some discipline. So all the artists in this book have different styles, and some of us have formal training. Some of us do not. Uh, you know, you know, some of us are just, you know, learning and picking up on our own. Uh, I like to work in the traditional style. So I draw. Then after that, I go over it with ink. And then after that, I scan it and then I, you know, color it digitally. How about you, Enrique? Uh, well, yeah, too. I mean, uh, out of the out of the two of us, and I think I write that in, in the uh, in the editor's column, which is the very back end of Freestyle for those who bought it and uh, <laughs> such. Um, but yeah, out of the two of us, uh, Ricardo has more experience uh, with this than I do. Um, it's one thing to be, you know, a, a mega fan of comics and spent so much money on comics throughout the years. Uh, and then to actually do it, it's, yeah, it essentially kind of necessarily, I guess for me, it was a bit of a crash course. But, um, yes, it was jumping in, you know, on the deep end of, of going through this and, and uh, figuring out and, you know, going through the little kinks of 
oh, okay, this is why we do this, and this is what they do that, and kind of, you know, it's a lot of learning there. Um, but it was fun, though. I mean, for as, as stressful as it did get, it, it did get stressful, kids. Um, <laughs> but it was good. It was rewarding, and I learned a lot myself. And, I mean, hopefully, you know, with my little story there, with my little entry into it, um, hopefully I'll be putting out another book on my own for under the label, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming in and telling us about um, like your craft and for sharing and bringing stuff for us. Like We love it when people come and bring us toys, so it's great. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I mean, thank you very much yeah. for having yeah. us. We yeah. greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. And then uh, just like quick, again, like final note, people, where can people find you on social media? Oh, yeah. Uh, so the main thing you can find us is on Instagram, uh, Sketch House Press. Uh, we do have a Twitter account, uh, Sketch House Press. Uh, look for us there um, catching up on that but mostly uh, on Instagram right now alright mm-hmm. right, guys thank you so much uh, we'll have to have you back when the next rounds come, yeah, come out yeah we would right? love to yeah alright yeah. <laughs> alright uh, stick around at 7.30 we have Evan Moore talking with Weekend Gabe uh, but I'm Alex and uh, we have more right here on Radio 1 Chicago this Radio 1 Chicago podcast was produced by Weekend Gabe Tony, Alex and Hex